Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, everybody, welcome in to another edition of the List Podcast brought to you by Graduate Hotels in Minneapolis, our good friends at Bookmaker, the Man Salon. I don't give my hair every day, but when I do, I go to the Man Salon, themansalon.net, and check out Manny Steakhouse in Minneapolis. They're going to be a part of the list today. This can be a little bit different show. There's going to be no guest. We usually do a top 10 and then a top five. It's going to be my power rankings for the NFL, which I already laid out the 14 teams I have making the playoffs. 14 through one, I'm going to go through my power rankings. I typically don't like to do these until week six of the season. And throughout the NFL season, I will unveil my power rankings week six through the end of the year. But I like to have a sample size. I think it does the list justice. That was sort of my MO the entire time I did local radio. Wait till week six, unveil them after that. Take the heat. At least I feel like I'm a little bit more educated, as my good friend Adam Carricker would say. But I'm going to unveil my 14 teams, one, 14 through one that I already did on the pod a couple of weeks ago. Go check that out for the, in, you know, the in-depth breakdowns of the teams I picked, 14 through one. But um, I just feel like, you know, the power rankings now are sort of such a a guess uh, that it doesn't give us sort of a, a, a sample size good enough to at least feel like we have some sort of substance to these. However, I know people love the power rankings. I already unveiled my 14 teams, seven from each conference, AFC and NFC, they're going to make the playoffs. So damn it, we might as well just work our way through the power rankings as well. But I'm still going to have a top five. I recently had a business trip to Minneapolis. Top five things I ate at Manny Steakhouse. Now you're saying Manny Steakhouse, why is this so special? There are two steakhouses in this country that I think are above and beyond any other steakhouse. Prime 112 in Miami and Manny's. And Manny's to me is a special spot in my heart. Place I go with my father-in-law in years past, friends during college, like special events. That's where we celebrated, went to the University of Minnesota. Went on a date with my future wife, now wife, back in college with my in-laws then. Uh, been there with a bunch of family over the years. So Manny's great. And I, and I have five things that I think will blow your mind if you have a dinner there. I will rank those in just a little bit. So Manny Steakhouse making an appearance. While you're up there, stay at the Graduate Hotel. I'm telling you, a weekend at the Graduate Hotel on the campus of the University of Minnesota. And then off to Manny's. Doesn't get any better than that. And then everything else you're experiencing in the Twin Cities will be icing on the cake. Now, I feel like Mad Dog Russo. I'm Jeff Turn, not Mad Dog Russo, at JTESPN. However, However, if you ever watch First Take, they make fun of him because he has so many gyrations on his page from writing all these things down. Like, if you look, that's what my power rankings and my rankings of the top five things that Manny's look like. Okay? It's a mess. But my power rankings, I think, will be a little bit better than the mess that's on my piece of paper. 14 through 1, and then we will get to the top five things I ate at Manny's uh, that you need to try as well. Again, the List Podcast brought to you by Graduate Hotels in Minneapolis our good friends at Manny's, which we'll get to, Bookmaker, and the Man Salon. All right. At number 14, I have the Carolina Panthers. This is who I picked to make it uh, out of the NFC South. I think their defense is going to carry them, and they were a quarterback away last year from making the postseason. Brady's swan song would not have involved the postseason if, indeed, Carolina had a competent quarterback in their system. Remember, they got rid of Matt Rule, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. Like, it just kept being a mess. Now they got the number one overall pick in Bryce Young. Not going to win a championship, but it's good enough to get him into the postseason with that defense. I have them at number 14. 
At number 13, I think it's a better team on paper than the Carolina Panthers. However, if you watched them last year, you'd think, what the hell are you doing, Jeff? They aren't going to make the playoffs. This is my surprise pick of the year. I think the LA Rams get one of those wild card spots in the NFC, and I think they come in second in the NFC West behind the 49ers, which we'll get to in just a little bit. This is one of those teams that I got marked down that can either have a huge ceiling or a really low floor. And I feel like McVay will have them back offensively. Stafford will be healthy. Cooper Cup. Although, if things don't go right, Aaron Donald, Cup, Stafford, all could be on the trading block by the time we're unveiling you know, the, the power rankings at week six. But I still feel like there's still some upside here. They're just a couple of years removed from winning a Super Bowl. I have the LA Rams at number 13. Then I have the darling that everybody's been picking this offseason, and that's the Detroit Lions at number 12. I can't buy in. I really can't. This team didn't make the playoffs last year, and because they beat a hapless Green Bay team at the end – which didn't even get either team into the playoffs, doesn't feel to me like, oh, my God, they've accomplished something. Were they better last year? Yeah. Were they the same old Lions? No. Are they moving in the right direction? Awesome. Is Dan Campbell a fun coach to watch? Sure. Are they are they really loaded at skilled positions? Yes. But, dude, they're still the Lions, and they're still in a division that I think is controlled by Minnesota. I think they take that next step, just like they did a year ago. But that next step just gets them to the postseason. I have them at number 12. I have Tennessee at 11. That's the team I have coming out of the AFC South. I don't have Jacksonville. I have Jacksonville sort of sputtering. Big year for Trevor Lawrence. But the defense of Tennessee accompanied with the fact that their missing piece a year ago, you can see when they got rid of A.J. Brown via, via trade to Philadelphia, they lost something. Well, they got that bad on DeAndre Hopkins. Tannehill's been you know, chucking it around in preseason. Looks great in practice. I've seen a lot from Tennessee's training camp. I really like what they're doing. And then there's Derrick Henry, baby. Give that man the rock less than you had to in the past because you got D-Hop. But I like them at number 11. This one could trend down on me and Jacksonville could overtake them. I just can't see the Colts or the Texans doing it. So I think it's a two-team race, one by Tennessee. I have them at 11. The LA Chargers at 10, another one that could fall off a little bit. If they do, their head coach, he'll be gone. He'll be gone. Uh, you know, bring in Kellen Moore, who could eventually take over. You know, like Dallas always sort of assumed – if Mike McCarthy was to be let go, they'd go with Dan Quinn, their D.C., or potentially they would go with Kellen Moore. Well, Kellen Moore says, all right, I have no problem with you letting go of me. I get to move to beautiful L.A. I get to work with this dude named Justin Herbert. And I, I think that team has to overcome that loss against Jacksonville mentally. But physically, I think that they just have to stay healthy. I have L.A. at number 10. Again, further breakdowns of these teams, a couple of weeks ago in our pod, find it on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, the List Podcast. Thanks to all of you that continue to subscribe, like, do the whole nine yards, rate it, whatever. We love it. Tons of listens on YouTube. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Um, and so do our sponsors, man, because I know a lot of you guys use the Man Salon Bookmaker, and you're going to go up to the Graduate Hotel, and you're going to check out Manny's because we tell you to. At number nine, I have Cincinnati. This may be the one that's the farthest down on my list for everybody else. I don't think you're going to find a lot of people that have Cincinnati at number nine, but the injury to Burrow scares me. Uh, Joe Mixon scares me, and something about that defense doesn't smell the same as some of the others. So I have Cincinnati at number nine. Still think they're a playoff team. Uh, they don't win that division, though. That goes to the Ravens, who I have in my top five. I have Miami at eight. I think Miami, man, could be the one that is, is at the end of this year, top five team, top six team, because that would mean that they, they jump over the Bills. I don't have the Jets making the playoffs, so I have the 15-16 in the league. I have Buffalo at six, but I'll explain why I have Miami at eight. To me, it's about Josh Allen versus Tua and not about skill set. It's about availability. 
we can't predict if he's going to get another concussion, but the likelihood of him getting a little dinged up and having to be out of more prolonged period of time than Josh Allen seems to be legitimate. I think if you match up the rest of the teams, uh, you know, Miami to Buffalo roster wise, I mean, you got to love what they've done defensively and going out and getting Vic Fangio in Miami as their defensive coordinator. Like that's like getting a star linebacker. I also feel that they are going to be the fastest team offensively in the league. I love all of that. And I also think Buffalo has been sputtering a little bit in regards to their championship aspirations. Do they take a little step back? I'm not one that's going to, you know, circle that wagon yet, but I will say, I think Buffalo and Miami are neck and neck, but I think Josh Allen gives me the edge there. At number seven is a team that I have going to the Super Bowl, and they're going to be the biggest mover and shaker on my list. Eventually, they'll be sitting there top two because they're going to make the Super Bowl, right? That's how the power rankings work. I'm just giving them some chance to grow, right? I'm not saying I'm not saying out the gates the Minnesota Vikings are the best team in the NFL, but I am saying out the gates the Minnesota's a top seven. Y'all sleeping on Kurt? Y'all sleeping on Justin? Y'all sleeping on my 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 uh, my, my guys there in the in the trenches for Minnesota? Much improved defense, going to be better in the secondary. Love Brian Flores. The fact that you got Vic Fangio in Miami, like getting a star linebacker, getting Brian Flores in in Minnesota, no different. Home run higher there at DC. Love everything about that man. Um, Kevin O'Connell, the dude's going to have another spectacular year offensively, helping out with that group. But Minnesota at seven, um, I, I think they will end up top four team. If they don't win the Super Bowl, I, I will not be shocked. If they don't make the NFC title game, I will be very surprised in the NFC. Buffalo at six, as I mentioned. Let's get to the top five. 49ers. Feels like the 49ers are going to be top five team all year. It feels like the 49ers with a healthy Brock Purdy and even uh, healthy Sam Darnold will have so much from a defense that's loaded. Figure out the Bosa contract, all that. But, dude, that team feels like it's going to be good. Injuries start to take a toll on teams. They were a little dinged up a year ago at the end. Didn't have enough health to get past Philadelphia. Had a whole offseason to get healthy. I don't think that's going to be a problem. I do wonder, with the 49ers, a year now on tape with Brock Purdy, if the offense doesn't look the same. But, man, you got Kittle, and you got Debo, and you got Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. It's hard to bleep that up. So, for me, I have the 49ers as the third best team in the NFC. And I think one through three could be interchanged at this point. At number four, I have Dallas. On paper, man, Dallas is as good as any team in the league. But, you know, you always say, you know, the, the Cowboys are going to Cowboy. Well, you know what? If the Cowboys don't Cowboy, and Mike McCarthy was the solution calling plays, and Dak Prescott gets back to the forum from a couple of years ago and doesn't throw the picks, which I don't expect him to, man, I think Pollard in the backfield, the the, the addition of Cook, Brandon Cooks on the outside, is going to help that, that offense churn. That defense, led by Micah Parsons, is nasty, man. That secondary getting Stephon Gilmore is going to be filthy, dude. Like, I think they're as good of as good of a defense as anybody in the league. Uh, they're going to carry him. Don't make turnovers. Dallas going to be there at number four. I got Baltimore at number three, and I have Baltimore and Minnesota making the Super Bowl. So I think the, the ceiling for Baltimore is moving up a couple of spots. Ceiling for Minnesota is moving up five, four or five spots. Uh, and and I have it's a it's a purple Super Bowl this year. Uh, I have Baltimore and I have Minnesota. I think Beckham Jr., Zay Flowers, the fact that their defense got better by getting Jadavian Clowney late in training camp. Lamar Jackson has his deal. Harbaugh can coach at the best of them in the league. Uh, those things line me up, man. I love their schedule, too. At number two, I have Philadelphia. Dude, they were in the Super Bowl. You don't need to say much about them. And I have Kansas City at one. They're the Super Bowl champs. Knock them off. 
and they can move on to number one. If not, they're staying there until somebody does. So again, Kansas City one, Philly two, Baltimore three, Dallas four, San Francisco five, Buffalo six, Minnesota seven, uh, eight through ten looks like this, Miami, Cincinnati, L.A., Chargers, that is, Tennessee at 11, Detroit at 12, L.A. Rams at 13, and Carolina at number 14. There's my NFL Power Rankings brought to you by Bookmaker. Check them out for all your gaming needs. Bookmaker.eu. Sign up. Tell them you heard them on the List Podcast, and they'll give you a $100 free play just for signing up. Absolutely free. Great payouts, great bonuses. Check them out today. The season's about to start. Start winning some money with Bookmaker. Bookmaker.eu. Live bets, in-game bets, first half, second half, full games, teasers, parlays. Again, great payouts and wonderful bonuses. Check them out at bookmaker.eu. Just tweet them after you sign up. Bookmaker underscore EU, heard them on the list. They'll pop $100 right into your account with no strings attached. All right. Um, let's get to the top five, okay? This one's going to be fun because, listen, I love food as much as anything, okay? And there are certain restaurants in this country that just do it better than others, right? Like, dude, I have no problem going to McDonald's, Chipotle, uh, hitting up my local Mexican restaurant, the local bar down this, whatever. I love food. Everybody has their thing. I love food. But there are some that just hit a little different. And Manny's in downtown Minneapolis is one of them, okay? Most people that have been there will tell their friends until they die about the steaks that they ate at Manny's. It is, it is fact, okay? Now, just because they have great steaks doesn't mean that the people that work there know sports. I'm not going to name the manager's name because I don't want to throw him under the bus. But next time you're in Manny's, you can ask about the, the guy that, that helps run Manny's that has the Bears going 14 and 3. 14 and 3. The Chicago Bears. They may end up with the number one overall pick again. I don't think they will. I think they'll be a little better. But they may. They are way closer to having three wins than having 14. But when you're a fan and you got your fanboy glasses on. Sometimes it happens. I had to call him out. Great service. Terrible prediction from one of the managers at Manny's. 14-3. and three. Dude, quit going to the bar after, after your shift and then coming up with predictions for the Bears. The Bears ain't going to do dust squat this year. Promised you that. Okay? There you go. Now, let's get to more important things at Manny's. Okay? Like the best. They got this big bowl you can take a picture with when you come in next to the W Hotel. Tremendous service. The food's delicious. I got five things that I ate at Manny's that were the best. Now, I ate more than five things, okay? Shout out to the wedge salad, which my wife got. Delicious. The apple bacon, it's more like, what they say? It's, uh, oh, it doesn't, dude, it's like this thick. And is it pork belly? Pork belly? I don't know, man. It, it, it doesn't look like bacon because it's so big, but it tastes like bacon. And you have the meat sweats before you even start eating your actual meal because you don't want to stop eating that. Delicious. I love the oysters. I mean, dude, delicious bread to start your meal. At the end, key lime pie. We had multiple desserts, but key lime pie was awesome. Almost made my top five. And I've been there before and had everything, man. I've had the lobster before. Um, you know, like they they kind of make fun of uh, some of the other meats that they have, but I've had those too. Delicious. Their cooks are awesome. The service is amazing. Like our server is is a guy that's been working there 
for um, like 10 years and worked at Capital Grill before. So like a true pro, absolutely delicious. Um, you know, just, just a, a wonderful restaurant, wonderful atmosphere. So the people there were top notch. Can't, I can't thank them enough. Okay. But there can only be five. All right. There can only be five. And so here are the top five things I ate at Manny's. And shout out to Dave who, who uh, hooked us up at Manny's, uh, the GM over there. Guy does an amazing job running that restaurant. By the way, um, Hot Fudge Sunday, uh, Bailey's Cake, uh, Manny's Brownie, and the Eli Pie are all desserts I've had. And they aren't even on this list. That's that, that's how good one of, the, one of the desserts is. So at number five, it is the dessert. It is the Maker's Mark whiskey bread pudding, okay? And it comes in like a uh, like like a uh, martini glass, a daiquiri glass, and it's got the Maker's Mark and the bread pudding, and it's just delicious. Ice cream. Bread pudding is one of my favorite things, so delicious. Uh, absolutely delicious at number five. Number four, it was the best mac and cheese I've ever had. Now, listen, I'm a connoisseur of mac and cheese. I'll take macaroni and cheese out of the box. I'll take Easy Mac. I'll take Velveeta and cheese. I'll take this wasn't even in the same stratosphere and all those things I love. Their mac and cheese is awesome. Okay. And they have the, the side dishes that are for the table, right? You share them. The mac and cheese, uh, like at the table, that was probably the number one item. But I probably would put it just below the potatoes because I'm a potato guy. And I'll get to those in a little bit. To drink the Manny's Old Fashioned. Like, I'm not a big bourbon or whiskey guy, but the Manny's Old Fashioned was awesome. Comes with a little circular uh, ice cube in there, stirred around. Um, amazing. All right. That's at number three. So we got the bread pudding at five, mac and cheese at four, the Manny's Old Fashioned at three. That's a meal in itself, man. We haven't even got to my two favorite items yet the potatoes. Okay. Now, you get loaded mashed potatoes. You get house-made chips, hash browns without onions, hash browns with onions. Uh, the hash browns is it, it the hash browns and then the truffled French fries. I put them together. We had both, right? You could take the the, the hash browns and like use it as a weapon against someone that's trying to beat you up because it's so big and so heavy, and like you can't share it like between four people. You can't eat it all. But dude, and I don't even like onions. Absolutely awesome. Get it with onions. I got the cheese, the sour cream, and the potatoes are cooked perfectly. It's just awesome. But the truffle fries, they melt in your mouth. Like, I've had some truffled fries before, and they weren't great. These, amazing, okay? Like, they have their house ketchup, whatever it is, dude. I mean, ugh, just give me a whole bucket and let me bathe in it for a week, okay? Delicious. I got the potatoes at number two. Combo of the hash browns with the truffle fries. But you know what's funny? I've had the loaded mashed potatoes, house-made chips, hash browns, baked potato, mac and cheese, truffle french fries, asparagus, broccolini. Uh, I haven't had the spinach, haven't had the mushrooms, and haven't had the, the french fries. But every other side I've had over the last 20 years. At number one, it's the filet. Listen, I love me some uh, some ribeyes. Uh, I, I have no problem diving into a porterhouse or New York strip. But the filet is where it's at. Now, I didn't even go with the large filet because I'm stuffing myself with all the things that I just mentioned. I had the smaller filet. Butterfly, okay, butterfly, medium well, I know. People will kill me for that. Medium well, I'm killing the, killing the meat. Normally medium, medium rare for most people. Me, medium, medium well, I'm fine with it. But 
spectacular. Cut it with a fork. Don't need the knife. You can just save the dishes. Use the fork. The filet mignon is spectacular at Manny's. That's what they're known for is the steaks. They delivered as always. So, again, five through one, bread pudding, Maker's Mark bread pudding. The melt-in-your-mouth mac and cheese. A Manny's old-fashioned with a circular, uh, the circular ice cube. Potatoes, the hash browns, and the truffle fries. And the filet, absolutely spectacular. My wife's not a big meat eater. She ate the wedge salad, had all the sides. It was delicious. We went and had the desserts. Amazing. Can't tell you how much I love Manny's. Go check them out. Next time you're in the Twin Cities, make sure and get your reservations early because they fill up. Manny'sSteakhouse.com, downtown, take a little stroll. Downtown, forget what you heard about downtown Minneapolis. It looked great. Didn't see any of the nonsense that people talk about. Safe family atmosphere, whole nine yards. Uh, go check out next to the W Hotel, Manny'sSteakhouse.com. While you're there, stay at the Graduate Hotel. That's where we stayed as well, graduatehotels.com. Um, they can get you a reservation where they go to a football game, checking out a concert, going up there for business. It's a boutique hotel. It makes you feel like you're in Chicago or New York or LA and you're right there on the campus of the University of Minnesota. You're steps from downtown. Um, you know, just got a restaurant there too. Uh, Chick-fil-A next door. You can eat room service, a really unique atmosphere. The rooms were super awesome and the accommodations were amazing. So check out graduate hotels as well. That's going to do it for the List Podcast today as another edition has concluded. Another page has turned here on the show. Uh, you got to check these folks out, man. Bookmaker.eu, our friends, themansalon.net. Always go to the Graduate Hotel and make sure and eat at Manny. There you go. That's it for the list this week. Until next week, y'all, continue to argue about the things that matter to you. Be well. Take care.